within Christianity, we have the doctrine of the Trinity, which is one of the most confusing but also glorious doctrines within the Christian faith. The Trinity is one of those big church words that's used a lot, but oftentimes misunderstood. But there's good reason for the misunderstanding. It's just simply hard to understand. And there doesn't seem to be anything in creation that correlates to the Trinitarian nature of God. I know we've tried to use earthly illustrations of the Trinity, like the three parts of the egg making up one egg, or that you can have water as a solid, liquid, or gas. But all illustrations fall short of truly representing a correct definition of the Trinity. So what exactly do we mean by Trinity? Here's what we mean. We mean there's only one God. We also mean that the Father is God, the Son is God, the Holy Spirit is God. And we mean that the Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is not the Father. In other words, God is one essence expressed in three distinct persons. Kevin DeYoung helps us when he writes these words. The two key words here are essence and persons. When you think essence, think godness. All three persons of the Trinity share the same godness. One is not more God than the other. None is more essentially divine than the other two. And when you read persons, think a particular individual distinct from the others. Theologians use these terms because they are trying to find a way to express the relationship of three beings that are equally and uniquely God, but not three different gods. That's why we get the tricky but learnable language of essence and persons. We want to be true to the biblical witness that there is an indivisibility and also a unity of God, even though Father, Son, and Holy Spirit can all be rightly called God. The persons are not three gods. Rather, they dwell in communion with each other as they subsist in the divine nature without being compounded or confused. Take a deep breath. Why is understanding the doctrine so crucial for the believer? Well, Jesus thought it was immensely important because the night he was betrayed by Judas Iscariot, he spent most of his time explaining the mystery of the Trinity and the comfort it should bring to his disciples. That we are never left alone, away from the presence of Almighty God. He indwells us. He mediates in heaven for us. And he reigns over the world, all in complete unity within the Trinity. And even though this doctrine is difficult to understand, it should still lead us to greater and greater degrees of worship. Because the moment we think we have all of God figured out in all of his Trinitarian greatness, then that's the moment we will grow bored with God. But since he is infinitely eternally Trinitarian. That won't ever happen. When you pray today, please remember Tracy Miller and his family, our missionaries in Georgia. Also, remember the Armenian Life Word broadcast heard in Armenia. Armenia.